Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Book of Caleb. It's what you all love. It's Mike's turn to host, and he's got uh, basically an Olympic pre-show, I would call it for you. Summer Olympics are coming up in a month, and Mike's got um, some talking points. Enjoy. Let's do a warm-up. Uh-oh, folks. You know what time it is. Those divisible by five episode numbers, chapter numbers, what call it what you will. It's Mike's turn to host, so... Go ahead. What is 70 divided by five? Because that's kind of an awkward one that you probably don't even know. It's, um, <laughs> shoot. Uh-huh. Uh, it's 14. 14, correct. Yeah. So this is the 14th time we've been here, right? With me on the mic hosting? I don't know. It's either 14th or 13th, right? Okay, I'm doing it 70 divided. We just, it's, it's the 14th time, okay? I'm just kidding. Yes, it is. Oh, what to talk about? Well, let's see here. If people have been watching the telly lately, um, there's been, you know, some things on, usually a bunch of crap. But I've always said the best reality, the best reality TV show before there was reality TV is sports, okay? Big sports guy, people know that. Every four years, sometimes every five years, which is the case this time around, for the Summer Olympics come around, okay? And I, I know, there's the Winter Olympics in between there. Eh, sorry, Winter Olympics, you're... You're below. Like, wouldn't you agree Summer Olympics are better than Winter Olympics? I think most people like the Summer Olympics better, unless you're, like, from, I don't know, Canada or maybe Utah. That's stereotypical, Mm. but, yes, I would imagine the viewership for Summer Olympics Mm -hmm. is higher. And if you surveyed 100 people, would you rather watch Summer or Winter Olympics? I bet the majority would pick the Summer. That's just my two cents, Michael. Okay, well, it's definitely Summer Olympics. Thank you for that weird uh person you were channeling there but um so all right so we, every four years this case it was five so an extra year to wait we got the summer olympic trials that have been going on so you start i just started you know watching it track and field um 100 meters 200 400 1500 all good stuff what i was surprised just no idea so we are both native of urbandale iowa okay um, people know that or not Turned on the Olympic trials last night. It was the uh, 5,000 meters. Yeah, so so your 5K, think about that. 5,000 meters, so a little bit over 3.2 3, uh, miles, something like that. And they're going through the people that are getting ready to run. It says, you know, Carissa Schweizer, if I'm saying her name right, hometown, Urbandale, Iowa. I'm like, oh, what's this all about? Not only they're from Iowa, like there's been famous Iowans that have competed, say Sean Johnson, Lolo Jones, but no one that I know of that claims Urbandale, Iowa as their hometown. That is my hometown. That's your hometown, okay? So I was like, wow, okay, awesome. So the top three, I think there's about 15 people running, the top three make it in. She's jostling for position. Someone almost wiped out at the beginning, but everything's cool. And she's in the top three for the majority. And then she took the lead. Um, and Drake was watching. He's getting real excited. He's like, oh, she's winning. She's winning. Uh, and I was like, hold up. That was kind of an early move. And it's an early move. You don't want to get out kicked, as they say at the end. Well, she did fall back at the end, um, and she got second. But that's fine. The top three, like I said, qualified. So it's Carissa Schwarzer Schweiger, I believe. She went to Dowling High School. Um, 
but hometown is Urbandale. Um, made is on the Olympic team. So I was very, uh, I was feeling, you know, prideful and passionate. And after I watched that race, I was like, okay, let's go. Let's get this Olympics going. I'm looking forward to this. Will she be in the Urbandale 4th of July parade? I, see, I don't even know when the Olympics are actually taking place in Tokyo. Is it, I don't know, ju late July is yeah, my I guess? I would imagine in the next coming months. I mean, I don't sure. think these people qualify and then they like send them out a year. I know. Well, okay. I Obviously not. I just know it was July or uh, probably July. Yeah, definitely happening in July. Okay. If it even is happening, don't you think they might cancel it? No, no, no. And Tokyo's getting some heat. They're saying they're going to allow 10,000 local fans at all the events, which... From what I've watching and watching these sold out basketball arenas and baseball arenas, that's fine. But they're catching heat for that. So I don't know why, why that is. Are they not vaccinated over in Japan? I don't know. But all the sporting events that I'm watching now in the United States of America are sellouts. And it's awesome to watch. These Game 7s NBA games, um, which have been upsets, by the way, which is kind of crazy. Um, they've been sold out. And it's just been great. It's like we're, you know, back to normal. It's I'm loving it. The Olympics start Friday, July 23rd. Okay, well, there you go. So, yeah, um, end of July. That makes sense. Now, do you know when the first ever Summer Olympics, what year it was held? I didn't know that. I didn't know I didn't know where it was held. Like, I know where the first Olympics is held. They usually say it every Olympics, so that's probably why I know. Correct. In Athens, Greece. Oh, good job. And it would have been in modern times? Modern times. I'm not telling you it's 7700 where there's, like, some wrestling tournaments that were happening in caves. Yeah, that popped up as information. I'm not counting that. Um... It would have been like 1854. Not bad. 1896. Ooh, all yeah. right. So um, now, so that was the first, you know, modern time Olympics. You know how you'd be able to remember that? Because like the 1996 Olympics was like 100 years since the first Olympics. That's Atlanta. how you need to try yeah. and maybe remember that. And maybe, I, I Interesting, interesting. Okay. See if you remember that in 20 years. Well, the thing about it, it's 2021. That's, this wasn't throwing everyone off. What was this 2021 all about? Right. They're not going to know that 100 years from now. Why were the Summer Olympics in 2021? And now are they going to have them every four years on an odd year? No, I don't think so, Lauren. I know. Very funny. Um, <laughs> so I'll ask you right now. I, I know you might say team or squad or what. I'm talking about who is your favorite Olympic athlete. You could go winter if you want, but I doubt you're going to. Who would go with a winter Olympian? Sure. Sean White, the snowboarder. I mean, come on. Um, who's your favorite Olympian of all time? Shannon Miller from the 1996 gymnastics team. Really? Miller? Yes. Okay. She was great on the balance beam and she was, you know, one of the leaders of the team. Okay. Interesting. I'm going with another gold medalist, if you will. Um, I'm going to say they were a uh, decathlete gold medalist, and they go by the name of Caitlyn Jenner is my favorite uh, Olympic athlete. Yes. Now, you may ask yourself, hold up, Mike. What are you doing here? Okay. I, she is Caitlyn Jenner now. It was Bruce Jenner. Interesting side note. Um, very, at the time of competing. At the time of competing, it was Bruce Jenner. I don't know. I mean, I think Caitlyn, I haven't, I haven't been keeping up on Caitlyn. How active she is? Does she still do athletic, you know, training at all? I don't. I don't believe. I think golfing. Cause I remember Bruce when he was still Bruce on the Kardashians. His level of athleticism was he was a big time golfer. Yeah, you know, I don't know if uh, she keeps up on golf right now. She's trying to run for governor. Really. Of California. Of California. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. No, now am I being a little facetious there? I'm not trying to poke fun because the trans. 
she transitioned. That's great. I think that's fantastic. That's, you know, that's big. That's great. Um, it is, it is very interesting though. Um, that he was, I guess, trapped inside this sort of realm of not even wanting to be a man or didn't feel like he was, uh, but he would, he took it to such an extreme athletic performance and training because to be a deep Catholic, you're actually considered to be like the most athletic person in the world or something like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, just because the range of speed, strength, stamina, endurance, flexibility, if you will. Um, so it, Bruce Jenner accomplished many things, and but many will say Caitlyn Jenner has maybe even accomplished more things than Bruce. And I wonder, you have to talk to Caitlyn about that. Like, how does Caitlyn consider Bruce? Like a completely different lifetime? Bruce is completely dead? Or, you know, how, what does he think about Bruce Jenner? Because Bruce Jenner was a pretty amazing person in his own right. Um, so I, I, I would have kind of interesting. I don't know. But I when you talk about Bruce Jenner, you talk about Caitlyn Jenner, I do see him as like two completely I don't yeah. know, separate people. That's just how I see him. Um, sure. I get what you're saying. I don't think that like Caitlyn completely dissociates herself with herself. Yeah. Bruce. She's just, yeah. she was, she, she is Caitlyn and she was Caitlyn, but living and responding to as Bruce. Bruce, everyone knew her as Bruce. You know, you're just, you're still yeah. your same That's self. True. Like if I, you know, respond now to the name Jerry. Yeah. I, I'm, I was still me five seconds True. ago. Okay, interesting. I don't know. <laughs> there is, and there is, and there's controversial. We're not going to know if it's right or wrong, but I will find, I do find it interesting. I will want to watch that there is a transgender Olympian weightlifter, um, Born a man, transitioned to a woman. Born now. a male. Born a male, transitioned to a female, and is competing in female weightlifting competition. So, that's that's something I would just like to watch, and just it's it's interesting. There's obviously Here, you need to update your verbiage. Okay. He, this person was born genetically a male. This person is competing in the women's weightlifting. Okay. See, and when you say it like that, that doesn't quite sound like that would be fair to me. And I don't know. I'm not a scientist, and I don't know the ins and outs. I do know that if you're born a man, male, you, a male, you naturally are more muscular bound than a someone born a female. You know that that you're naturally are not. And now, not every person born a male is going more to have more muscle, muscle than, than every a person born a female. Yeah, there's Correct. definitely female. Yeah, for sure. So that's that's interesting. I, I'm going to be interested to see what. How, how they do, how they compete, how she competes. That would be interesting and be a hot topic of oh, discussion sure. should this person get a medal. Exactly. Um, and then certainly even more so if it's the gold medal. Correct. Um, and why I'm using the these words so like more choice, right, is I'm saying that this person was born genetically a male. What I think will happen if the there's not you know controversy or criticism with genetically born males playing in women classified sports or things mm -hmm. okay they'll eventually like rename men and women's type sports classifications as genetically female uh 5000k you know or genetically female 100 meter hurdles doesn't really roll off the tongue that well but okay. <laughs> no it doesn't but it's um, the term like man and woman could be 
like more subjective. Sure. Like Caitlyn Jenner is a woman, identifies as a woman. Yeah, sure. It's not like Caitlyn identifies as a genetically born female. I wonder what, yeah, what Caitlyn would do. Decathlon. I just like to see her run eight hundred. I like the eight hundred. That's my the half mile. The half mile because you got it. You got to have speed, but you got to have that endurance. I think it's a huge mental. That was a huge upset yesterday. The world champion, I forget his name now, Brazier. He was a huge favorite at least to qualify. I think he ended up getting dead last. Remember that? And he he, he was leading, then he just completely fell apart. And to my knowledge, there wasn't any injury. He just really? like ran out of steam, and it's like his body pretty much I just he was quit like on him. Grabbing his leg. No, and I, he may maybe to try to pretend, but like it's Brazier with a B. B R A Z I E R, I believe. Um, and yeah, that then they're saying this is the biggest upset. He was a, he was a lock, and he was a shoe in. That's the thing with sports. You have to show up and actually perform. Nothing is given to you. Ask the New York, or ask the Brooklyn. Uh, Nets, if you will, asked the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, they were both f- upset. You were right. He finished last. Yeah. And he was the odds on sh- dead for certain, not only going to win it, but at least if he would, you know, qualify, he's had to get top three. And he ended up, I think, getting dead last. So that's that. And there was no indication of an injury, injury or something. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm just really disappointed. Yeah. And good for him for not saying that there was an injury. Maybe there was. And he's trying to hide it. I don't know. But there's so much mental. There's so much mental because he's been training. You know, the people have been training for four or five years now. So when it comes time to shine, uh, it's not the easiest thing to do. So, yeah, it's the mental part that I think people overlook. They just see someone like Usain Bolt. Man, I wish I was born that fast. You know, mm-hmm. man, I'd be doing all this stuff. Well, no. Okay. Uh, there's this God-given ability you're born with. Then you have to put in the work, the grind, um, not only physically, but then you have to sharpen that mind. Uh, so it all has to come together. That's what makes sports great. That's what makes these Olympics awesome to see every four or five years because you know that they've put in an insane amount of time and energy just into that whatever, 10, 30 seconds, if it's a longer race, five, 10 minutes, you know, so. Right. And it's exciting. It's uh can be stressful too. Like if that was your kid and your fan, that would be really tough to watch because you just know how much time and energy they put into it. For all like this um, one moment, yeah, you this know. Moment, especially mm-hmm. those sprints is just wild, so goosebumps about it um so another thing i found out what you didn't know say a lot of you know if you're a higher profile some of these most of these olympians aren't okay they like scrape by like their training is not funded if they can they're lucky enough to get a sponsor then maybe that will take care of their costs and stuff but there's not they're not like getting reimbursed a ton ton of money if you're michael phelps yeah if you're usain bolt yeah sure if you're the uh, discus, woman's discus thrower, no, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, it's all self-funded. Exactly. So um, I, I didn't know this, but I guess it makes sense. So last, the data is from, I don't, they, there's no data on this year. So the last Olympics, the last Winter Olympics is what it's based off of. For the, every country is different, but for the United States of America, which I also looked up, the United States of America by far does have the most medals of all time. It's like two to, they have like 2,500 something. And then the next country is Germany. They're in at like 1,600. Uh-huh. And then it goes Soviet Union, which, you know, is not the Soviet Union anymore, but whatever. Um, whatever <laughs> countries were part of the Soviet Union, I don't know. Czech Republic was one of them. Um, so anyways, so the Winter Olympics, if you got a gold medal, you got $37,500. Like the IOC would give that to you, the International Olympic Committee. Oh, okay. If for these, this is just for American athletes. A silver, you got... 22,500 and a bronze would get would have gotten you to 17,500 so I thought that was interesting I guess yeah uh, <laughs> I didn't know that there were payouts with yeah, that yeah you get payouts and then you get to take the medal home and the medal has value too they're saying if 
sure. you ever get in a spot where you need to sell your gold medal, <laughs> hopefully not. Um, so, anyways, I did not know that information. Um, but then I was saying, like, for your team, like I said, like the basketball team has to split the pool. Or for the like, gold medal? Yeah, they have to split. They're not each getting one for 37000 They split 37500 so. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of funny, too. So. Another interesting tidbit in regards to the Olympics. Now, for me this year, like I, there isn't a Michael Phelps, there isn't a Usain Bolt. There's not really. That's what I was gonna say. There's not, not that I know of. Like a I returning mean, champ, even the gymnasts. Right. I don't even know. Nope, no idea. Uh, but it's still the gymnasts typically aren't returning. If they are, no. it's like one made the Olympic team yeah. from the last one, and it's more to like help with press. I exactly. swear. Now, the Allison Felix, I was familiar with her. She had been four previous. She qualified for her fifth. That's impressive. That is I think it was the yeah, the four hundred for the females. Incredible. Um, Has so, that ever been done in track? I, I don't I forget what they're saying. But maybe the discus people have a qualified yeah, for five exactly. Olympics because you can But for something like that, I mean she's gonna be against, you know, people fifteen years or younger for four hundred, I mean that's that's impressive. So Allison Felix, I hope she can perform well, but the fact that she made it for a fifth time, you know, is just an accomplishment right That there. has to have never been done. I, I don't know. I can't tell you. Yeah, your name on that. If, yeah. if it has been, I bet it's never been on the 400, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Um, so, anyways, it's going to be fun. Even though there's not, there's the storylines, they come up and they create themselves. We have the Urbandale, Iowa home product to cheer for. It's Carissa Schwarzer, Schweizer, Kreiser, something with a Z. Thank you, Michael. Um, <laughs> so if she could just medal. I don't know what the competition out there is worldwide for the 5,000, but I'm sure it's fierce. And that distance and longer, you got your Somalians. They're always, and Ethiopians, long distance. They just kill it. Um, that might be more on the men's side. I don't know. There's always, yeah, the Ethiopian men, they look like they're actually like gazelle-like or something. Like not a human being out there. They're just so effortless and fluid. And they have this amazing, they can just turn on this kick, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's fun to watch. It's it's awesome to see like just that ability of a human to be able. Because like, so I mean, I run, I run half marathons, so have you. Um and I still like to run. Oh, and I look a like times a week. an yeah. Olympian when I'm out there. Yeah, right. And like, you know, three three to five miles is the absolute, you know, max. And you see, and but like your stride, you know, and you're trying to pace yourself. And then maybe at the like, maybe last 10, 15 seconds, I'll try to open it up and like try to run fast. That What I'm picturing is like me running fast for those last 10, 15 seconds at the end of a three mile run. That's where they start at, you know, like when they're going slow, just to try to get the pace going. And then they kick it into like, five six seven other gears and they're, they're pretty much in my eyes like sprinting for oh, miles yeah. consecutive miles it seems like i'm like what how, how is this even possible how is the heart how are the lungs even capable of exactly that? that's yeah. what i think too is like how do you have enough oxygen to like fuel your muscles and stuff at yeah. that level for that long and it's incredible yeah because you have that which I think that's actually more impressive. Being younger and stuff, everyone's intrigued with the 100, okay? And for me, probably my favorite Olympic athlete of all time is probably Usain Bolt. I mean, that is the most exciting person I've seen. He was just so, so electrifying. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's more impressive, actually, these longer distance things. Because I think there's more strategy involved, and it's a mental grind um, for you to do it for that long. So I think the longer distances are actually more difficult. But, yeah, the 100-meter Usain Bolt, I think he competed in three of them. 
um, three different Olympics, definitely two where he was completely head and shoulders above the rest. I remember him winning, even his last one, he still won a gold medal, uh, at least at the 100. Yeah. So for me, that was the most dominant. Michael Phelps was out of this world, too. When I was a kid, it was Michael Johnson. He was, like, yep. before Usain. But I remember Michael Johnson, those gold shoes, 96, and, yeah, that was next level. And then, obviously, the gymnastics over the years sticks with me as well. Right. Chris Kattan playing Kerry Strug on Saturday Night Live. You recall that? Yes. Chris Kattan did a very good carry strug. Um, and I feel like Chris Kattan was probably overlooked. I, I put Kattan, for me, top 25 SNL personality <laughs> of all time. I don't think a lot of people would do that, but I will. Oh, for sure. He's in the top 25. I thought yeah. maybe you were Well, male and female. Top five. Chris Kattan, top five. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, he was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do top five? As obviously goes Chris Farley. Okay. <laughs> and then um, Adam Sandler has to be top five. Um SNL. I don't want to overlook these Will people. Oh, Will Ferrell. Duh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to overlook oh, the, the female, I know. cast, the female cast. Because there's been plenty of good. Um, you know, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig's very good. Ooh, yeah, she's very good. You know, and then this is... And then we're, Tina Fey. We, we Belushi and Eddie Murphy. These are, those aren't our, all yeah, our people. Like, gosh. that's not our... Chris I'm Rock about, was on there. Yeah, right? okay, there's been a lot of good ones. Yeah, Ferrell and... How for, would for, you do a yeah, top five? Ferrell and... Uh, Farley, Farrell and Farley, it's hard to spit out. Mm-hmm. Those are definitely the top two in my book. But yeah, I mean, Norm MacDonald. Oh Norm MacDonald's definitely in my top five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you already said Will Forte, MacGruber. Well, MacGruber, I think I think we more like MacGruber. Forte is, you know, I know that MacGruber's from SNL, so yeah. I don't know that his character, it just what he did on SNL puts him in the top five. For I know, oh, yeah, but okay, it's yeah. just funny because it's like, that is our like favorite movie. And like then... Jimmy Kimmel, you know, was on there. Not Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. I mean, oh. <laughs> he's always trying not to laugh. That was this whole shtick. Uh, so I don't think Chris Kattan makes top five. Just name it out. There. There's just no way. <laughs> well, no. I know, but that's what I thought you were going to yeah. say. Like, oh, you know, like he's up there, but top 25, sure. Yeah, okay. He's definitely top 25, yeah. Huh. There's some fun ones. I don't even, I'd never watch SNL anymore. Yeah, but who would be the number one? Well, it, you have to, for us, for our, I know people say Belushi. I don't know. It wasn't around then. And Belushi, to me, I never found him that. I know, like, Farley portrayed himself. A lot of people did from Belushi. Um, it's it's Farley or it's Farrell for me. And it, you can say it. Just ask me, you know, on the day of the week. One day I'll say Farrell. One day I'll say Farley. Yeah. But just uh, like Molly Shannon and Maya Rudolph and. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know the others. I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like Keenan. Who was his name? Keenan Thompson he, was. He's on been the, there. Well, he's been there like twenty years. Yeah. He's still there. Yep. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I know the people's faces, too, that are, like, on it now or maybe recently retired, oh, but I don't know their Even names. David Spade. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Who has the best Instagram? That's what you tell me, yeah. No, he's, yeah he's still doing his thing. He's still hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so that was a little divergent. But, yeah, um, what's his name? Chris Kattan did a great guy, Carrie Strug, and obviously Carrie Strug and the, her whole Summer Olympic, you know, yep. monu- monumental Moment. moment will never be forgotten either. The vault. So. The vault, if you will. So, uh, yeah, for me, this was a lot about Summer Olympics. Looking forward to it. I mentioned some upsets in the NBA. I guess I'm just sticking with sports. Um, so that's in a month. Yeah. The first active uh, gay NFL player came out yesterday, which is a good historic thing, openly I think. Openly gay. Openly gay. There's obviously he's been... active gay? No, not no. he's openly gay, but he's an active... There's been NFL people who are not playing like retired ones that have said i'm gay oh okay he's the one that's still active on a team on a roster all right uh so 
Carl Nassib. So good for him. That takes a lot of courage, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think it's a step in the right direction. I think that's good. I think great for him, for him to, have, you know, don't want to say have the balls to say it, but I just said it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good, you know, good for him. And he's on the Raiders, you said? He's on the Raiders, yeah. He's, he's been a solid uh, defensive end for for a while now. Um, intelligent guy, because he was on Hard Knocks. I think he was when he was on the Browns. And he's a very intelligent, personal, likable guy. And yeah, okay. So he's, yeah, cool. I mean, you know, we sh- that shouldn't even be that big of a thing nowadays. Um, but kind of the NFL is like the machoist, you know, most testosterone, you know, heathen things so out there. And uh, yeah, gay guys play that too and are successful at it. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a good thing. Well, great, Michael. Yeah. Is, that, is that it for Mike's turn to host? It was lovely. Well, I'm going to say that that's all I have for this time. Looking forward five episodes for now for my 15th time to host. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say... It's summer. It's hot. It's good, though. I'm looking forward to the 4th of July. We didn't have it last year. This year's going to be big time. Big time. So, yeah. Right. No, it's, it's been fun. This post-pandemic, we've been out with family a lot. Father's Day this last weekend and hanging out. It's, it's like the good old days, if you will. <laughs> True that. Well, that, Michael, stay safe. Stay healthy. And wash your hands. Wash your hands.